All right, friends, family, team, welcome back to Washed Up. It is season 11, episode 14, and you got two special guests today. We have Mitch Malloy returning, as some of you may know. Um, he was the one who confirmed that Ray Lewis did, in fact, kill a guy. Um, and then he <laughs> can't confirm. And um, for those who have been around since the beginning, Michael Charnota is back with us as well. And the three of us are going to be giving you all the NFL news and notes and insight that we can. And we're going to talk heavy bears today. So welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast, you silly little geese. Oh, God, for the love of it, let's just get it, baby. You can come get me. I'm in the Mitchell on the call Michael in person um Mitch hold the phone Michael welcome back hey how you doing <laughs> Mitch, okay, now you can uh, tell the washed up fans you say hello since you're back. Uh, if you can't tell, everyone, let's bring the volume on your phone down about a 65% because it's going to be a loud one today because your boy's back. <laughs> Mitch does do the occasional scream, so if the volume uh, doesn't adjust. What are you talking about? I don't scream. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, yeah. So um, we had this planned. It's not like um, I didn't know my co-hosts weren't coming, and we did this all today. Um, This has been planned for months in advance, and uh, Mike and Mitch are like two of the longest friends of all time. Yeah, I had this marked down on my calendar. (laughs) Yeah, I think the first day I met you like two years ago, we talked about this. (laughs) (laughs) This has been brewing, and this is what the people wanted to hear. So um, we're going to dive in. We usually save our NFL for the end, but we have a lot of NFL to talk about, and the Bears are on a short turnaround. So we are going to start with the Bears this week, and uh, we're going to review last week's game, which could have been a little bit better. Mitch, start us with the cliff notes in your mind. Cliff, I mean, pun intended. Cliff, pun Clifford notes, uh, big red dog. So I'll say, I mean... If it hasn't been known now, it's officially confirmed. Tyson Begat as a starting quarterback is dead. Yeah. We're done. We're done trying to say, I don't know if anyone was listening to the idiots at halftime, but they're like, if Tyson Begat keeps playing like this, Justin Fields better look out. Then he throws four picks or three picks and a turnover in the second half. Dead. Absolutely dead. Did we completely switch off our offense coming out into the second half to kill him? Possibly. Might have been an inside job. Might have been an inside job. Might have been, might have been a little pesky action. Might have got clipped. Who knows? I called it but in. he is he's officially dead. We need Fields back. I think Fields is back this week for, for what we're going to call the poop bowl, the clay poop bowl. The Chase clay poop bowl is what we're watching on Thursday, and it's going to be it's going to be tough. Yeah. If we can't get if we can't get someone to remind. Luke Getzey, that like, hey, your quarterback runs a four three eight. Just a thought, because you did it with the D two guy this week. I mean, first court, first half, 
He was getting out of the pocket. He was running. I love the I, my my favorite play ever in football as a quarterback is when you're way past the line of scrimmage and you throw the pump fake and it's they still react like what happened with Josh Allen. That was cool. Wouldn't have happened to us, but that was cool. Uh, <laughs> that's like my favorite play ever. But that's clip vote number one. Baguette is dead. Two. Um, I don't know how Montez Sweat didn't have a hundred percent participation on defense this week in plays. I mean, I get we just traded for him, and you can be like, Mitch, you're an idiot. This is why you're not a coach. But you ca- it can't be that hard to tell this freak of nature to go, hey, you're going to go outside the tackle that's guarding you, or you're going to go inside the tackle that's guarding you and just go tackle the guy with the ball. I feel like, call me crazy, call me crazy, I feel like that's a pretty good game plan <laughs> for a guy you're giving $100 million to in four years. Just a thought. Cliff, yeah. thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I I think I said it while watching the game. I was like, because the first time I saw him on there, I was like, okay, so I love how you can just get somebody on the defensive side of the ball and immediately put them in because all that is is see ball, get ball. Whereas with the 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 only position you can do that in all in all football, other than like maybe receiver, you got to tell them like, hey, you're just going to run fade all day long. But like a defensive lineman, it's like, hey you're going to go outside or inside of the guy on top of the guy in front of you and just tackle the guy with the ball. Right. And especially for a team that is shit right now and playing a backup quarterback, feel like you get the good guy out there, get him some uh, limbered up juices for Chicago. Absolutely. Um, And then what else did I really have? Uh, Oh, you know how for like our entire life, the bears have said that it's, it's a, it's bad for the team and bad for morale when you fire a coach in a GM, <clears throat> I'm getting emotional about it, a coach in <laughs> a GM in the middle of the season because it causes a distraction to the team. You know who doesn't think that and won this weekend? The Raiders. The Raiders fired their coach and their GM. Everyone, They had a party in the locker room. It was like it was 2018 for us. And they went out and won with the Aiden O'Connell, the kid from Stevenson that got one D2 look coming out of high school. <laughs> Don't ask me why I care about what school he went to or that the factory's from Illinois. And then the final thing, and then we can get back in or two final things. Eddie Jackson, done after this year. Can't wait. And uh, Caleb Williams, you cry like a little bitch. You're not it either. That's about it. That's all I have to click on. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Jackson's a bum. Eddie Jackson is a bum as of late, but I do want to point out that he had five solo tackles. Which is big because that's the mo- that's a career high for him. <laughs> Since he started playing football, that is a career high for Eddie Jackson. Five solo tackles. That's a lot for him. It is. It's insane. It was uh it was third most on our team this week. That is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, Jack Sanborn was one. What was it? TJ Edwards was two, and then him three because Edmonds was out. Yeah. Edwards, Sanborn, then Eddie Jackson. Thank God for the great white hope. Thank God. Yeah, Sanborn really is so easy to find on the field. It's ridiculous. And here's the thing. He doesn't really fall to the whole, like, you know, there's there's a whole viral video going out of Josh Allen saying milk check. He doesn't really fall into a trap like that. Is he technically milk? Yeah, but he's got a little bit of chocolate to him. He can milk. He can hang. He can hang. Yeah, he's like uh he's he's like if you put just enough Hershey chocolate into your milk and then lightly stir the spoon. 
Yeah, he's like when, yeah, he's like when you take the chocolate syrup and you pour it in, and you can see it at the top, and you can see it at the bottom, <laughs> nowhere else. That's him. That's all him. It's all heart. He's got that heart. It's in the middle. It's there. Doesn't show though, but it's there. Yeah, stir him up a little bit more. It'll come out. Let him out there with the brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, thoughts on uh, the Bears Week Nine? Uh, uh, It's rough. It's just (laughs) it's just tough watching them now. You know, I know it's been that way for a while, but you hope it gets better. We'll see. Quick week, quick turnaround. Yeah, hopefully we can score some more points and keep this pity train rolling. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So Fields did practice. Uh, Tuesday and Monday, but with the short turnaround, they're still not sure. All right, Mitch, you're well, leaning. Didn't he, yeah, because he practiced late last week too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he practiced yesterday and today. I think I think he got to play him. I mean, if we go out and Baguette doesn't throw three, I mean, like they're not the worst picks in the world, but they're like they're like that. Like they were behind our guy. Yeah, and it also showed. Little, it gave me not a lot of hope for our receivers that I hope, like that I wanted out of them, because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's, it's behind you, but like, you get your hand on the ball, the DB gets their hand on the ball, you play receiver for a reason, they play DB for a reason. Sounds like we fucked up every single one of those because we couldn't catch any of those contested football. No, not a single one, and and yes, no. the the throws were behind, but at some point, the receivers got to receive. You got you got to slow it down. You got to understand who's throwing to you. I mean, did did we single handedly possibly kill DJ Moore? Yes. Because I mean, he, he had the fumble, and he's had I think he's tied most drops in his career halfway through the season with the Bears. Yeah, he's he's mentally flustered for sure. He he wishes he was back in Maryland right now, and he hasn't wished that since he's been in Maryland. Seriously, I mean. He, I, to not incorporate the best player that you have on your offense, you know, play in and play out. I, I just don't know what the thought process is from a coaching standpoint. I mean, you look at no. a guy like Garrett Wilson and the Jets, they're getting Garrett Wilson incorporated. I mean, he's having 13, 12 targets per game. And then you look at DJ Moore and he's got, what, four or five, you know, on average maybe? Maybe. Other than, I mean, the Washington game is pretty much an outlier. But also – and I understand Washington is not very good. I understand. <laughs> but you watched you watched him do that, and then the next week you're like, next week on a long week, because that was a Thursday night game, and then we didn't play till Sunday. Mm-hmm. And on a long week, you decided, nah, that's a terrible game plan. It's <laughs> to, like to give the guy, the guy you traded your number one pick away for. Nah. Exactly. Nah. Mm. nah. Mm. No, he told – Guess he probably got told that he was bad at his job by DJ Moore, which is grammatically correct. And he was like, nah, 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 I don't like that. I will say one highlight, though, offensively from this week is Cole Komet. What about that first touchdown catch? That was an amazing catch. That's like I one mean, of the best catches that I've seen this season, seriously. Okay, well, the the bar. Jesus, Mike. The bar is how low for that one? Come on. <laughs> One of the best catches I've seen all season. <laughs> no, he, he the Bears are all together. Just all together, man. All together. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Out of the sorry. whole I, NFL I, I jumped, slate thus far, yeah. I should have been. I, I jumped the gun. I should have been more specific. I jumped the gun. Should have been more specific. You know, Mitch, just because Mike doesn't scream 
doesn't mean he's not validated in his opinions, okay? <laughs> the the silence speaks volumes. <laughs> I am so high. Yeah, so um, Cole Komet does have this factor in him where perfectly placed balls he makes look difficult, and then the ones where you're like, oh, fuck. Somehow he ropes them into his body with zero doubt that he caught the ball. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a like a good, more expensive uh, Zach Miller, Just, but like everywhere better, like yeah, yeah. everywhere, like a uh, like a more brand name Zach Miller. Like if Zach Miller more was a Seven Eleven brand, he's like the actual Kellogg's brand. Yeah, and like his knee isn't exploded. Oh, God, Jesus like, Christ! <laughs> <laughs> you know that he that Zach Miller now became a country music artist. Yeah, yeah, love that. And saw him in concert once at, uh, he played at Old Crow in Chicago. And I walked up to Jay and I said, huge fan. And he said, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I <laughs> love your work. Yeah. Big fan of you. <laughs> huge, huge fan of you. Shut, shut, get the fuck away from me. Then I saw him like two weeks later in Nashville and he was like, oh, thanks, dude. And I'm like, so it is location based. Cool. <laughs> Oh, Mitch, wait, did you live in Nashville for a little bit? Oh, yeah, Mike, I don't know if you know this. I lived in Nashville. <laughs> That's awesome. I have yet to be there, and I need to go there. Okay, well, if you go, look for my dignity. It's somewhere in there. I don't know where, but it's somewhere. We might have to do a washed-up trip there just to find it. We need more eyes. <laughs> we need a lot of eyes out there. Yeah, there's more ground to be covered. Yeah, we'll get a search uh, party going. Uh, Eli's sister didn't like that comment. She just walked in and shook her head now. So we're totally not going to do that, guys. We're yeah, totally, totally not. not. going to go to Nashville. Yeah, Eli's not sister not. definitely, we're definitely not going to do that. Yeah, given the Totally not doing it. Um, so I really thought for a split second before the game started that we were going to go into New Orleans uh, because the Saints are the Saints this year and squeak out a victory. Um, and until, like, the – Halfway through the fourth, it looked possible. It did feel like we could yeah. do it. I I think the most frustrating part of that game was we came out in the second half, and you would have thought we were down 25 points. Yep. Mm-hmm. We came out, and you just took this, again, Division two kid. Don't get me wrong. He played great two weeks ago. He came, you know, when he came in, he did what we needed to do. Going to L.A., Sunday Night Football, that's a lot for him. L.A., you got you got Bosa, you got Khalil Mack. be sweet to have him on the Bears. Uh, <laughs> and, and uh, like, that's a tough show. But the week before that, you're at home, you get a win, you go out, you hand the ball off to Deontay Foreman. Don't know where he's been our entire season because he's unreal. Uh, oh, yeah, healthy scratch every week. Uh, and you, so you win that game and you just don't like, you didn't really fuck up. Like you just need to not fuck up. And then we got in the second half after you did pretty well in the first half, the only turnover I believe was that DJ Moore fumble, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So then we got in the second half and apparently it was like going out in the second half when we went out against Kansas city. Cause apparently we were losing by 40 based on how our offense went. He was just slinging it left and right. And I'm like, why did we go into the locker room and scratch everything from the first half? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we go, we're we tied going into halftime, and somehow, some way, we still find a way to come out looking like we need to fight for our lives. Do it's you like, think they're dyslexic? 
Like, do you think they looked at the score and it was like, mm, no, we are losing by 30. Yeah, we don't have any points. Scrap the plan. No, yeah, yeah, we're we're losing a ton. I don't know what they were looking at, but it wasn't it wasn't what we were looking at at halftime. I thought we, I agree. I thought we were going to go out, maybe squeak a win away, have some good light going into the game this weekend. But I mean, this Thursday. But like, we got to win this game. I mean, we need to give Carolina's got to have the one pick. We can't. We can't trade away the one pick and then still draft before the team that has the one pick. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so uh, quick Thursday turnaround. We host the Panthers Thursday night. We're favored three and a half in the over-unders at 39. Both of those numbers are gross. Yeah, this is a stay away Three and a half and 39? Yeah, favored 3.5, over-under 39. That might be the only game... That's almost as low as the Iowa Rutgers game. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, this one, I, I, I feel like this one is a win, regardless of who is at quarterback. For some yeah, way, somehow, I mean, this has to be coming. This has to be a victory in Chicago. I mean, so we got everyone pretty much, but Nate Davis is back on our old line, which at this point I don't even really want. Well, no, I do because Cody Whitehair is terrible yeah he's 97 uh, years old and our center is not any better mm-hmm. which so but you get everyone coming back you get herbert back we have legit three-headed monster going on mm-hmm. i mean foreman's played out of his mind roshan johnson i still don't understand why every time he gets like eight plus yards you never see him for the rest of the game he only we only play him and he's five and under uh and then Defense, you get you get uh, Jermaine Edmonds is coming back. Eddie Jackson will probably get hurt in the third quarter, which is good for us. And uh, <laughs> we'll, just, I mean, just just don't you just can't like there's you just can't lose this game. You cannot I mean, lose this game. You cannot. You lose can lose this game. You can lose. You can lose the Arizona game. Yeah. Later in the lose season, that, that's, that fine. that's fine. I hope we lose that game. I hope it looks like how we did last year with. Fields where he'd score like 35 and lose. That's what I want in the Arizona game tonight or Thursday night. I need, I need us in Washington. I need, I need 40. I need 28. Mm-hmm. I need something. I need, I need to not see zero zero at halftime like I saw Wrigley Field this week. This week, like I just need something good in my life. Yeah, we need, and it needs to be, running. it needs to be us. Yeah, we need to be running on all cylinders. I think offensive and defensively, defensively. We get a lot of guys back. Montez Sweat, you hope, is a little bit more familiar with the playbook. And then you got the three-headed monsters in the backfield. Hopefully we just stick to that script, run out the clock, score some points, you know, get some pressure on uh, Young, you know, hope, let him make the mistakes and ride off into the sunset with a W. The All right, Mike, I like a lot of you saying this is what we should do and this is what will take us to win. Now what are we actually going to do So we <laughs> – we're going to lose. So what are we actually going to do? We're going to fuck it up on a tremendous level. We're going to play both Fields and Badgett, and they're both going to throw 20-plus times. (laughs) We're going to do a read option, actually, with them, and we're going to keep it with Baguette, and then he's going to throw it to Fields. 
Yeah, could you imagine going back to? Could you imagine no, no, a five-headed? No, no, don't put it in my mind. Don't put it in my mind. Don't put it in my mind. <laughs> five-headed monster. Yeah, a five-headed backfield I know, monster. I know. I know. I kind of brought it up, and Mike kind of brought it up, but please don't. Please don't bring it up. <laughs> no. Two's good. Three's too much. Three's too much. Two, two. I'm playing with myself. Three, someone else is involved. I don't need that. Yeah, two's a crowd. Three's a party. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do like parties. Yeah, right. we know you do, Mitch, and uh, it. I b- do believe that Thursday will be a party. Um, there's a chance, like a slim chance, I may go to the game. Like the slimmest Ooh. of possible chances. Um, and I don't even know if I want to. Oh, come on. How much are you getting paid to go to this game? That's the thing. Not getting paid and not paying. So it's it's right right in the middle there. But how many beers are you going to drink? Uh, enough. Well, that goes to the city, not to the Bears. Yeah, very Remember true. That? Doesn't, doesn't go to we're not in Arlington yet, and uh, we might not be for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, so if it's anything like our roads, we won't be there till we all have fucking yeah. kids. So I not I know we're not all huge astrology guys, but are we manifesting a Justin Fields start this week or what? I'd like it. <sighs> yeah, I would like it because <laughs> I know I kind of made the Caleb Williams joke earlier for him crying like a little bitch, but. Uh, I uh, like he's not he's nowhere near better. Like Mm-mm, Drake no. May isn't better. Dra- drafting the drafting the second best quarterback from North Carolina that wears number ten that's only started for a year or two isn't the answer. I don't know why that sticks in my mind at all. Yeah, there's no but, uh, other there's other no other news or like references you could be pulling for that one. So zero. But like, unless you get fucking Lane Kiffin to come with, which even then I don't know if I want. Like, we're not better. No, like, there's no upgrade. You might as well stack our O-line, get, I don't know, a three technique, which is pretty much what you need to have a successful defensive line in the NFL, and cut Eddie Jackson, draft Marvin Harrison Jr., and then just go O-line, D-line, O-line, D-line, O-line, D-line. And then just, like, I don't know, there's how many offensive coordinators out there that are sweet. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can get you can get Houston Texans. You can get Detroit Lions. I would take the Kansas Jayhawks head coach at this point. <laughs> Which, I mean, they were they were solid in the beginning of the year until their quarterback got hurt for a couple of weeks. They were in the top 25. I'd take I won't Tom take Thibodeau Ferentz. at this point. I'm, I'm not taking Brian Ferentz. That's why I'll draw the line. <laughs> but, I mean, there's just – I'm tired of us taking defensive-minded coaches in a world where offense wins and where our defensive-minded coach can't stop anyone. Yeah. Anyone. Like, we're, like it's not like we're a defensive-minded coach and we're losing like the Iowa Hawkeyes do, and you lose, like, you're losing like 15-13, you're winning 7-10, your offense sucks, but your defense keeps it good. Defense can't stop shit. Mm-mm. I, don't, I think Tyson Baguette goes out and balls up against our fucking starting defense. Mm-hmm. We just, we just, we're just not very good all around. Which is annoying because I feel like we have a lot of the pieces we need. We're just missing the D tackles. Yeah, like you need a, you need a, like we got Billing, uh, who is oh, our two rookie uh, defensive tackles we drafted, the Florida dude and the South Carolina dude, combined for like twenty five defensive plays this week. That's phenomenal. Why? No, 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 a total combined is not phenomenal. I know yeah, I'm not really good at math. So good. I failed that a lot. Yeah. That's bad. You know right? what else I'm looking at? Catching up on your sarcasm. 
<laughs> but like, yeah. So like, they go out there. You like they overplayed Billings. He was dog tired. They plays, you know, the twenty something plays those guys were in. They did well, but then you didn't see him. And then we brought we took out Borum and put in fucking what Braxton Jones in the fourth quarter when we needed it the most. Blow my brains out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mike Mike Mike's sitting there like, God damn it, I regret getting into this. I'm so high. <laughs> <laughs> no. Only five minutes ago, and then I got into it a little bit. <laughs> I feel that. I love that. Love that for you. Yeah. Uh, but while while we are transition, we will do this slight transition into um, another talking rookie quarterbacks and these rookie guys that are getting their first shot at the spotlight. A different OSU quarterback might be him. Might be him. Not might. You think he is, he is for sure? I think he's what, like, every OSU – he's, like, what we've wanted out of a quarterback that OSU has wanted out of, like, every quarterback. Are you a Stroud and boy? Like, and I, I'm i not in on Stroud. I think he's in a system where it's finally like, oh, we figured out how to use this guy. Oh, I'm a Stroud and I can't boy. Believe it's, <laughs> and I can't believe it's the Houston Texans and before us. Yeah, I. that's one of my biggest things uh, outside of – like the NFL, just in total with sports, where coaches love to solidify this idea of like their organization, their team, and the way that they run things. And like, if you don't like it, get out. It's like, dude, that five on five slowed down offense that you run definitely doesn't translate when you have four of the fastest people in the country. Maybe change your mind to the team that you have. Yeah, like you can you can be honest with me and say you're not smart. We don't have the guys, none of that. Like, when you are out, man, I get it. Happens a lot in college basketball. You see it in March Madness. But if you go, it's my way or the highway, and that's how we're going to play, it's like, oh, so you don't know anything other than what you were taught in 1965 is what you're telling me. Yeah. Like, all these old college basketball coaches that can't figure out uh, – I, I know one in Iowa City, one basketball coach in Iowa City that can't figure it out. Uh, but all James is going to be so mad for how many times I talked about Iowa this week. Um, but like, yeah. And then you, you have, I mean, the bears are the worst about it. Like yeah. us, us and green Bay are the longest standing teams in the NFL. Green Bay can figure it out. Yeah. They moved forward. They know what they're doing. They got a quarterback that apparently can only beat us. Yeah. They get, and court- that's all they need. They they have had three quarterbacks since we've been able to have our brains somewhat developed. And you know what they all do? Shit on us. Yeah. Whip us. They hit us. And they knock us around, and then we go back to their house, and they do the same thing again. Again. And then I get the, we own you, and then I want to blow my brains. <laughs> but you'd never do that because you're not a Packers fan. Roasted. Boom. No. Boom. Roasted Packers fans. All of you in the chat. All one of you. Yeah. Uh, roasted. Um, so CJ Stroud is probably him. He's getting able to just like be who he wants to be currently. And I think that's one of the mm-hmm. best things. Like Fields had that opportunity last year because of us having that weird season where it was like, we want to win, but like we also don't really want to. We just want to see that we can score points. 
So last yeah, year wanna, for us, we want to blow it in the fourth quarter every time is what we wanted last year. Right, and that was perfect. And now CJ Stroud is like, oh wait, I'm I get to just ball out because there's absolutely no pressure. So just seeing that ability, it's like, yeah, there's no pressure right now because one, you're you got drafted to the Houston Texans. There's not going to be pressure on you for a while. And then two, you're also a freak of nature who plays quarterback in the NFL. Like you're you're qualified. Yeah, but like who who's who's their number one receiver? Like who's he even throwing to? Nico Collins, Tank Dell, Dalton Schultz. He's got some weapons. Dalton Schultz, okay. I heard Dalton Schultz. That's about the only one you got loud enough for me to hear. <laughs> Nico Collins, Tank Dell. Tank Dell has uh, been a nice surprise. Yeah. Noah Brown, I guess you could toss in there. Or wait, no, he's not. Yeah, no, he's in there. Yeah. Yeah. He put up some points uh, this past week. Noah Brown out of nowhere. I mean, Dak was throwing to him before, and yeah. now he's got C.J. Stroud. So, I mean, he's sufficient Ooh, that's, enough. that's an upgrade. That's an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but, I mean. I mean you, you look at, I mean, we have D.J. Moore. I'll take him over anyone on that team. Oh, easily. Maybe not Darnell Mooney. You take Cole Komet over Schultz. Like, we have guys, and it just feels like everyone can figure it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it does. Every time we play an actual football team, it's like, we don't deserve to be on this field right now. At all. And uh, while we're on the topic of our division and trying to figure it out, one of the coolest things of all week that happened was Josh Dobbs getting traded to the Vikings, not having met anybody on the team, coming in and leading an absolute roundhouse of a kick to the Falcons defense without knowing the first names of his uh, offensive line. The clip of him like two minutes before going out with his entire old line finding out his cadence and then he goes out and does that. I was like, we could, we could never, it, it would happen to us. I could see <laughs> us being the Falcons, but we would never be them. Yeah. That was unreal. That was insane. The like that the pastor not, <laughs> yeah, like how that, do you? That might be an all-time nickname. Is the pastor? <laughs> the pastor, not yeah, because he's technically also hired by NASA at the same time as being an NFL quarterback. Who's got worse eyebrows though, him or Kadarius Tony? <laughs> Jokes on you, they both don't <laughs> have eyebrows. Yeah, say, roasted. What eyebrows? Roasted, 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 <laughs> roasted. But roasted yeah. you, Mike. You're too high to come back on that one. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'll get you. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, it's not hard. It's so easy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Falcons also do find a way to lose, but all in all, it's like how can Josh Dobbs come in and lead a team to victory, but we can't get Mark uh we can't get sweat on the field for more than 19 plays. He was the second he had the second most defensive end plays for us. But he was tied with the other guy we overpaid in the offseason to come play DN for us. Oh yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, we're playing smart. Yeah, ball. you know, you know the you know the guy that's got no stats this year for us, that guy. Yeah, the one who hasn't that's, done that's his job. Eleven million. Yeah, the guy making eleven million dollars from us this year with no stats. Such a solid signing. <laughs> so good. All right, well, Mitch, do you still uh, have time, or you got to skedats? I'm walking to my car right now, so we still got about ten minutes. <laughs> I'm walking to my car. No wonder it sounds like you're in a hurricane. Yeah, well, they call it the Windy City for something, boys. <laughs> Shut up. That's actually because of that's actually because of the politics. Look. It's uh, the Windy <laughs> City got its nickname due to the politics and not the weather. Thank you. Okay, 
hit, hit, hit your pen again, buddy. Yeah, I know you lived in Nashville for too long, but welcome back to Chicago, you dicks. Get your fix right. Burn. <laughs> yeah, this is my friend Mike. Mitch, have you met him? Uh, is that Mike from Chicago? Yeah, Mike from Chicago. Good guy, Jones. Yeah, he don't. Yeah, he sounds like a soft side guy. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you oh, doing? Far from it. Far from it. Um, I do no, want. You're from okay. Well, while we do have you, because we mentioned it a little bit prior, I do want to talk about this Raiders-Giants game in which the Raiders did everything that we kind of thought we might, which is just fire everybody and get new life within this team. And they put an ass-whooping of 30-6 to on the Giants. So um, that's something that we're coming to terms with. Yeah, that we just, like, suck as an entire organization. Like, you talked about it, like, this is my my favorite clip ever. It lives in my mind every time I watch. All my teams lose because I live in Chicago, and it happens all the time. Just sign players that are good. We are the third biggest market, sports-wise, in the country. Mm-hmm. L.A., I'll give New York, L.A., us. No one wants to come here. Yeah. Like, do you know how shitty it was? Do you think, like, the D-line group chat from the commanders blew up when it's like, damn, dude, you're going to the Bears. And then Chase Young gets sent to fucking San Francisco and everyone's <laughs> like, dude, that sucks. <laughs> do, you think the, do you think the group chat was just LOL, 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 the moment Chase Young got traded? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It had to be. Had to be. Sweat and Young are I mean, go- yeah, just, like, headbutting each other. That he was like, I'll I'll pay you my salary that I'm gonna get to not go to Chicago. <laughs> like, like you'll get two salaries. You'll get your salary in San Francisco, and you'll get my salary in Chicago. You're still only gonna get like forty five percent of each because taxes are crazy in both places. Yeah, this is a political podcast sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and you'll and it'll just and like I'll just still live on my rookie contract. I don't care. I'll go to bum fuck and I'll live on my rookie contract and I'll end up fly a plane by myself yeah. so I don't have to play for the Bears. <laughs> One stipulation, I do get to bunk with you for the first year we are in San Francisco together. <laughs> Correct. If I could at least get my signing bonus, that would be tight. Uh, just so I can, like, I don't know, buy ramen because that's all I'll be able to afford. But Jesus, dude. I mean, that, I just can't imagine. And then the, uh, the actual other funniest thing was I don't know if you guys listened to the score, but they had TJ Edwards on it when Montez Sweat got traded, and you would have thought we traded for a dead dog. <laughs> he was he there was he was either he was as high as Mike or he could care less because he's on this team. They're like, you guys just got Montez Sweat. He goes, it's crazy. <laughs> no emotion. <laughs> it, it felt like I gave a long-winded story that I care deeply about, and Brady was the first one that answered. That's what it felt like. <laughs> That's exactly it. But it, it works with you and Brady. It's not what you want between new teammates. It's not what I want between our middle linebacker and probably the best defensive like guy, like hand and dirt guy we've had since Julius Peppers. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. That. I'm, t- I'm surprised that was his reaction, honestly. Like, he, he needs the help. You absolutely need the help. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you would have told him what number on Washington he was, it's like, hey, you just got number 98 from Washington. He'd be like, oh, hell yeah, dope. Cool. Oh, is, 
Oh, decent, <laughs> decent. You think they actually know all each other's names? Like, you think uh, Josh Dobbs is just running up on his knowledge of uh, offensive linemen just in case? No, no chance. Yeah, you think Edmonds is just learning the names of defensive ends around the league? Oh, he should be. <laughs> he definitely should be. The good ones. <laughs> you should probably know the good ones. Yeah. You should know that guy because he's, <laughs> actually, he's actually better than Chase Young. He just doesn't have the name. Yeah, true. Very Yet, true. I like that okay. take. Where's my Where's my road drink here? <laughs> it's just a white claw, guys. It's pretty much a Celsius. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. There's Grow more. Up. There's more to deal with in this city than oh, Mitch is driving his truck <laughs> with a white claw. He's got one white claw. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. I was just got an accident. <laughs> Mitch, you got to focus since you got the drink and the road. Oh, no, that was, that, was, that was a joke. I just put it in the drive. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking with you. I just wanted you to get out Damn of here. It, you got me again. Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit, a red light. Oh, God, oh, God, that girl from the bus. Oh, my God, how many points? How many points? Yeah, I love making those jokes. People don't like hearing them, though. Well, that's funny because I do. I, oh, my God, this cab is Yeah. Uh, all right. And uh, Mitch, this, last this is great. Last thing before we let you go is um, somebody who probably doesn't deserve to get hired by the NFL again got hired by the NFL again, and his name is Carson Wentz, and he's going to the Rams. Honestly, I'm shocked he didn't go to Minnesota. Right? Like I was stuck when they said Josh Dobbs. I was like, I mean, yeah, he's been balling, but I mean, you're on the Arizona Cardinals, like. Cliff, you want to say title, you could go out there and ball for the, for the Cardinals. Oh, no way. You remember that? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. It was actually what I was going to say my send off is I can't wait to play like a state champion at my softball game tonight. Yeah, and go for a cycle. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm so stupid. <laughs> Mitch, go for the cycle. Uh, have a good night tonight. And thank you again for popping on, brother. Always oh, good to talk to you. Good to have people listen to this podcast. Stop! I'm moving. <laughs> uh, Mike, good to, good to meet you. I Pleasure's hope you get mine. baked as fuck after that. <laughs> Already done. But pleasure's all, all mine, right. bud. Great Sign, to meet you. Sign, sealed, delivered, cash, check. See you, boys. <laughs> all right, Mitchell. Hell of a guy. What a guy. Um, he's one of the few that just uh, know how to get a crowd moving. Um, what direction the crowd moves, up to them. Yeah. But they will move. That's a guy I want on my podcast. <laughs> I don't know if our listeners feel the same. But let's do a little bit more a, of the review of week nine. Some talking points that I wanted to bring up is uh, the Rams without Matt Stafford kind of uh, make me sad. Yeah, they blow. I think it's time to give up on them. And then you see they signed Carson Wentz. Yep. Makes you wonder. It, it does make you think, makes what's you going on here? Yeah. But, you know, they get Kyron Williams back pretty soon. Hopefully they can uh, amp the running game up a, a bit and, you know, wait for Stafford to get back. I don't think he's going to be out for a while. Or No, he? yeah, I think he's got three weeks maybe. Yeah, and they got their bye coming up. So, uh, but. Would hope that the Rams could have put a little bit of a hurt on the Packers, but it was kind of the other way around. Packers 20, Rams 3. So uh, getting in the end zone for the Rams is not easy, considering you don't know who your quarterback is. 
Daryl Henderson's your number one RB currently, and uh, you can't get the ball to Cooper Cup. Yeah, it looked pretty bad. I mean, especially how Jordan Loves looked, you'd think that the Rams defense would kind of step it up a little bit and get to him a little bit more, especially with uh, Darnold up front. But yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, so uh, Rams stink, and uh, we'll talk about who they face next week. Um, the poop bowl of last week, Commander's Patriots. Commander squeaked that one out. Sam Howell. Sam Howell might be good. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Mac Jones still stinks, and the Patriots still confuse the shit out of me. You can beat the Bills. You can't win at home against the Commanders. What's going on? I don't know, but shout out Hunter Henry. Picked him up on the uh, waiver wire this week. little plug and play for the fantasy, so thanks for getting the end zone, bud. Yeah, absolutely. And then we talked about C.J. Stroud putting on an absolute show in hosting the Buccaneers. Um, he threw for 470 yards. Love that for the kid. And four touchdowns with, the, or five, five touchdowns. Five sorry, passing which, touchdowns. Uh, ties the record, but love it. And no interceptions. Yeah, uh, that, the clean sheet is insane there. Um, he threw to Noah Brown for a touchdown, Dalton Schultz for a touchdown, Tank Dell for two, and Nico Collins for one. Should have been Tank Dell, two touchdowns. It should have been. It was always Tank Dell. Um, Baker still played well. I, I will always be on Baker's side. He had a clean sheet. It just was two passing touchdowns instead of five. Um, Rashad White got two as well. So... Um, Keeping that close with C.J. Stroud having the best game ever is uh, still pretty good. Yeah, it was a very entertaining game. I think everyone had that game pretty low on their totem pole going into the week, but yeah. it turned out to be the best game. Scorigami, I mean, what could you ask? What could what, what more could you ask for? Not much, Michael. Not much. I won't. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Oh, we had uh, in the Germany, the Dolphins took on the Chiefs. And uh, the Dolphins might be fraudulent. It's a big surprise, honestly, for me. I had the <laughs> Dolphins. I was all over the Finns uh, coming into the week. Uh, pretty let down to Hill with a pretty bad fumble, but you know, it was a good defensive play. And, uh, yeah, the Chiefs did not let Tua play their game. No, and Two I— Chiefs and Tua and the Dolphins. Yeah, and uh, Saturday night before going to bed, I was like, oh, I'm not going to wa- wake up and watch this game, so put in a little bet. And I don't know why Tua was staring at me for first touchdown, <laughs> but he was, and I took it. And then I was like, well, let's see why his odds are so astronomically high. Tua hasn't had a rushing touchdown since 2021, like week eight. What? Yeah. I it might be all the that. concussions that they don't want him running around, but... Not out. a rushing touchdown since 2021. And he's got legs. He does. He does. His head always hurts, but he's got legs. Hurts when he runs, but... <laughs> hurts when I pee. <laughs> um, speaking of, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles hold on to victory over the Cowboys. That's a divisional game. And the Cowboys were four yards away from winning the game. Yeah. Dak can't show up. Dak's confusing. He He's bipolar. Yeah. Mental health is real, Michael. It is. Yeah. Uh, Chargers beat the shit out of the Jets last night. We were watching that for some of it. That takes a lot of Jets. Yeah. uh, The Jets had nothing going for them at all. 27-6. Can't even get in the end zone. Uh, Brees Hall was held to almost nothing. Uh, I I think he still had like, uh, yeah, he had 50 rushing yards, but that's still on 16 attempts, an average of 3.1 yards per game. Yeah. 
I mean, Brees Hall looked good. He's obviously the star of the show when it comes to the offense, besides Garrett Wilson. But, you know, if only he had, he had somebody that could throw the ball to him. Zach Wilson just looked terrified. I mean, especially with Bosa and Mac coming at him. <laughs> yeah, those aren't both easy. sides, you know, I'd be shitting my pants too. But he just got absolutely ragdolled out there. Looked like a little kid playing peewee ball. <laughs> yeah. Garrett Wilson had 13 targets, seven catches. So that's just sign of Zach Wilson got scared, threw it near Garrett Wilson, and it counted as a target. Yeah, and who knows? Aaron Rodgers will be back that, next week. That is insane. I can't. I still can't believe that. We were talking about it a little bit, and it's like how he was. He's been two months since tearing his Achilles, and he's gliding while walking and he's doing a couple three-step drops and flinging the ball 45 plus yards 50 yards why not 50 yards just tossing him out there I mean I don't know what kind of stem cells they injected into his ankle but Jesus get that to the public yeah I need that in my rotator cuff I could have gone pro if it was for that I'll take some in the cack (laughs) (laughs) all right let's do uh let's do a little week 10 like we said Panthers take on the Bears and we are hosting it's Thursday Amazon Prime game. Uh, this has to be Bears. Um, please. please. So please. I will speak it into existence, and especially if somehow I go to this game, it was always Bears. <laughs> we need this one. So um, the manifestation of Justin Fields starting this game is alive and well. Because has two touchdowns. Again? I think so. Kid's insane. Why not? If not him, then who? You know? If not when, then now. Excellent. I said that wrong. No, you didn't. You nailed it. Um, and then we got another Germany game. Colts taking on the Patriots. Go Colts. Colts minus one and a half over under 43 and a half. Minshew magic. Yeah. I, I believe. I got Colts all over in this one. But the Patriots, um, do we have good luck in uh, Germany as Patriots? My history knowledge is not so well. <laughs> so, but I still want uh, I would rather see Colts come out on top here I don't know why I hate Mac Jones so much but I just do They, I feel like they got nobody on offense and Ramondre Stevenson was pissing me off in fantasy so I traded his ass and you know they could just go die yeah uh, Texans take on the Bengals Bengals minus six and a half over under 48 the Bengals might be the real deal I like the Bengals a lot Super Bowl contender Super Bowl winner yeah, definitely a contender. They got a – I feel like Joe Burrow still has a lot of growing to do just because of that calf. But if anybody can do it, it's him. Hopefully yeah. he can get back to performing in the playoffs. I feel like they're finding their stride. They're yeah. always a slow start. So. Yeah, and Stroud coming off that immaculate game has to go to Cincinnati to face this team. It's I think be, it's a big letdown spot. I think it's going to be a tough one. I think people are going to have their hopes up. Six and a half, I think, is pretty generous. Uh, I'm sorry, not that generous enough. I think that the Bengals will cover that easily. Yeah, I think Bengals by a touchdown is is the play there. Over under 48, I don't see that really coming into play uh, because I don't know if C.J. Stroud will do it again. But, you know me, I'm always proven wrong somehow. I think you might get sneaky, maybe try Tank Dell deep a, a few times. Yeah. Maybe it'll hit once, but who knows. I like the points, too. I'd like to see it, but... They don't really have a running game, so I think it'll be pretty easy to stop them uh, offensively. Yeah, I mean, it'd be fun. it'll be a fun game to watch for sure. That's our first noon game. Then the Saints take on the Vikings. Vikings are at home, and the Saints are minus 2.5 over under 41. Saints are getting hot. Josh Dobbs has actually a full week to prepare. 
I don't know if he's officially named the starter. I believe he is, though. Yeah, he might learn a few names in the, along the you know the week training too. So who knows? I think he's exciting. I think the Saints D is also pretty exciting too. But mm-hmm. I mean, the, they they kept the Bears in it. I mean, the Bears stayed in the game pretty much the whole time. Yep, three quarters. So who knows? Maybe that's a sign that the Saints D's kind of falling off. But yeah, who knows? I think Dobbs will definitely be a good test for him. Um, and then you know Derek Carr. Who knows if he can come out slinging. <laughs> who knows who he's going to be throwing to. Exactly. Who knows what Taysom Hill's going to be up to. Yeah, we'll see if Mike's, uh, Mike Thomas has got the sniffles again. Yeah, Mike Thomas, what a fall off. Every year we get tricked into, is this the comeback? Yeah, slant God, more like slant fraud. Slant fraud. I love that. Uh, I would go, I'm leaning Saints minus a two and a half, but uh, that's a skewed. I'm going to go the over. Over 41? Yeah, why not? I like it. I mean, I think that both teams have the ability to need to run a shootout, so we'll see. Um, I do like uh, Alexander Madison getting in the end zone just because I acquired him in fantasy football. Nice. I like that. And uh, how about we match that? Just do RB1's touchdown anytime because, you know, it can happen anytime. That's the thing about anytime touchdowns. While the game's being played, it can happen at any time. At any time. Kamara and Addison, uh, Madison getting in the end zone, parlay confirmed, mark it down. Like Mitch said, signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Uh, Titans take on the Buccaneers at home. The Buccaneers are one-point favorites, and over-unders 38. Ew. Disgusting. 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 And I think this game is a wide receiver one touchdown parlay. Okay. Mike so, Evans, D-Hop. I like it. I like Will it. Levis was just named the starter, I believe, for the Titans going into this week. He's got a little zinc to his throw. He does. He's a fun, he's a super athlete-looking guy. Yeah. He's just built well. He's pretty big. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt to have his muscles. Yeah, got a little sling of the wrist, too. So, I, I like it. Yeah. Um, I do not know who I would take if I had to put money on money line here. I can't go with the titans just because of baker so it it probably is the titans money line i mean yeah really i believe so i mean i if it was if it was feeling in my gonads the buccaneers tandem that with my fandom for baker mayfield i would be all in on the bucks but since i'm not i'm gonna say that's probably the titans winning this game okay i'm gonna go with your loins and uh mayfield i'm gonna go bucks here i love that that's perfect way to go against my loins yeah uh, Niners are going to try and stop the Jaguars from jagging off. Niners minus three over under 46 and a half. CMC is running on 17 straight games with a touchdown. He's going to jag off. He's going to jag. He's going to jag hard. Um, this might be a, a running back one parlay as well. I ETN like and CMC. Yeah. Um, I do love the 49ers minus three in this game. That might be my lock of the week just because of how many things have been going wrong for the 49ers. They had a bye last week. I don't know how you get off a bye as a team who has aspirations for hoisting the trophy at the end of the year, and you have to win this game. I think you can win it by three or more, so I'm on 49ers big. Yeah, I think they're going to win by a touchdown or more, honestly. If I had to give the two-pick Parlay lock of the week, I'd say 49ers and Bengals spread easy. Uh, but Fuck, I like I the love 40, that. 49ers a lot. I think they're gonna they're gonna show the Jags what's up. 
Yeah, Brock Purdy's got to act like a person, though. That's the tough thing. Yeah. Is Ayuk come back? Ayuk's back. Debo, Debo. is a maybe. I think he's questionable. Oh, I'd love if he can game back. Yeah. Uh, Kittle's going to still play. Uh, Browns go into Baltimore. Ravens minus six over under 37 and a half. That over under does not make sense. So that means take the under. Um, but I could totally see that game being uh, 2020 at halftime. Yeah, easy. I think the Ravens are going to bring it. I mean, I like them. They looked real good last week, and they've been looking solid over the season. Yeah, the Ravens have definitely hit a stride. You just wonder how long it stays for. Um, another week of questionability when it comes to Deshaun Watson and if he will actually suit up yeah. or what. He might need a massage. Who knows? We'll see. Lumber him up. OBJ to get in the end zone again? <sighs> Hate it. I think uh, I think Mark Andrews one or two is probably the play here. <laughs> I hate that. I know it's disgusting. Fine, Lamar Jackson. No, in. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Falcons take on the Cardinals. Uh, another lackluster of a game, just by definition of who these teams have been. Falcons are one and a half point favorites. Over under forty two and a half. Stay away. I don't have a feel anywhere along the way, except maybe Kyler's playing. I would love if they played Bijan too. Yeah, if the Falcons could just like play their generational talent, it'd be fucking awesome. It'd be pretty crazy. That is the Bijan effect, though. Yeah, shout, I, out, shout out Chris Montroy for giving him giving to him to me in fantasy. Yeah, I I said this at the beginning of the year uh, that uh, Brez was talking about how big of a generational talent this kid was, and I just like couldn't stop comparing him to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah, just collecting dust on the sideline. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, use him, like l- let us know that he's not good. Yeah. Like, all the th- highlights that we've seen is he's got a jab step in the NFL. Like, he's got a crossover. And like, what are we doing? Give him the ball. Easily one of the most explosive players in the league right now. And it's he's how many games in? I'd say five total with the playing time. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Give the kid the ball. Give him the ball. Uh, Lions off a bye. A face the Chargers. Lions minus two and a half over under 48 and a half. Revenge game, Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm-hmm. So, Amon Ra's getting in the end zone for sure. For two. I'm in. And I I think Lions win this game minus the two and a half. I think it's going to be a shootout, so I do like the over two. But at the same time, I think both D-lines will be getting after it. It'll be a tough one, but I'm rooting for the points here. I'm, I'm, I like the point call. I think this is just a game where, again, Dan Campbell off a bye, have to win, even though you're not at home. Yeah, and it's a it's a good road test, too. Yeah, very good. Uh, Cowboys are a 16-and-a-half-point favorite against the New York Giants, and the over-under is at 38-and-a-half. Last time, week one, Cowboys beat the Giants 40-to-0. to zero. This, week, this week, the Giants do not have Daniel Jones. The over-under is less than the amount of points the Cowboys put on them week one. Yeah, can I add... Uh, another leg to the lock parlay <laughs> yeah, this week. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't see this game. Yeah. Whoopsie. Uh, yeah, take them by 40 again. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fucking why Lock not? In. Uh, I would definitely take the over uh, just because the Cowboys seem to be working well. They had a little bit of hopes crushed by the Eagles last week. Got to beat your divisional opponents and you got to make it look bad. Cowboys minus 16 and a half and the over at 38 and a half. I like both of those. Yeah, they're definitely hurting from last week. That was definitely a tough loss. So, definitely coming out swinging. Mm-hmm. 
they're gonna bash they're gonna bash the Giants face in easily. I yeah. don't know what the Giants are gonna even answer with. I mean Savito's not gonna be able to do anything. Yeah, and Saquon can only run for, for so long. Obviously you wanna kinda be cautious with him. Injury prone, it's a tough defense, so I'm not really sure what their game plan is going to be, but Dayball is going to have to whip something out of his ass. Oh, yeah. Cowboys Cowboys minus 16 and a half. Never better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Commanders take on the Seahawks. Seahawks are six and a half point favorites, and the over-unders are 45 and a half. Sam I love it. I think Commanders can cover this six and a half. The win in Seattle is always tough for an underdog, especially because of the 12th man. I don't know if their fans are just as in as they have been in previous years. But I do like commanders. Yeah, we'll see. I think uh, it's definitely going to be a tough test for Sam Howell. Uh, but, you know, I feel like John Rivera always kind of pulls these kind of games off yeah. with the upset. Obviously, they have some defensive uh, losses, you know, especially on the fronts. But who knows? Geno Smith has not been looking that great. No, this could be a spot where they get right, though. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of talking myself out. I might be on Seahawks. I like that. I like Ken Walker anytime. Yeah, you Ken Walker. Okay. Maybe two. Why not? Why not? Why not? The, the funny thing is it can happen anytime. It can happen at literally anytime during the game. Uh, Jets take on the Raiders. Raiders are uh, one-point dogs, and the over-under is 36-and-a-half. Raiders, 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 Sunday Night Football, Raiders, 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 Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> Raiders. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna bet Max Crosby over on the sacks, and that's it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how the Jets are favored going into Las Vegas after getting curb stomped on Monday Night Football, two primetime games back to back. Disgusting. But that's probably Vegas just being like, okay, the Jets are definitely gonna come here. Everybody's gonna bet on us, and then uh, we take all their money because Jets win. Well, remember what I said, Aaron Rodgers is coming back next week, so that's first. crazy. If he comes back, I'm going to freak out and I'm going to take out a mortgage on my parents' house and I'm going to put it on the Jets. How many more weeks until he's in a uniform? That's crazy. He could probably be back by like getting enough, like maybe three games in before the playoffs if they have those aspirations still available. Comeback player of the year. <laughs> crazy. Uh, Broncos take on the Bills. For Monday Night Football, the Bills are seven and a half point favorites, and the over/under is forty-seven. If the Bills can't win this game, they're dead. Yeah, I'm about halfway done with them. Honestly, they pissed me off last game. I mean, I just don't know what's going on. Gabe Davis can't get involved. They, Josh Allen is looking shaky. Yeah, Josh Allen looks kind of scummy. Even though fantasy wise, he's doing real, real nice. Oh, he's putting up points, but man. Fucking up all my parlays. All of them. Every single parlay. Uh, Chiefs, Rams, Dolphins, Eagles all on a bye this week. Um, so if you got fantasy implications there, that's a tough one. If you got Pat Mahomes, Tua, Jalen Hurts, Kelsey, all those things, you got to find other players. All right, final picks. The big old parlay that we all like is uh, Bengals minus the six and a half. Mm-hmm. The Niners minus three, and we're tossing the boys in there minus 16 and a half. Minus 40. Minus 40, my apologies. You think they can get 41? <sighs> How about 39 and a half? Take the Giants <laughs> plus 42 and a half. That's all I'll say. That might be the lock. Yeah, why not? Um, I do also like the, uh, I'm going to go, 
Steelers. Did we talk about that game? Steelers Packers. I don't think we. I think we might have missed that one. We Packers go one. into uh, Steeler country. Steelers minus three and a half over under thirty eight. Love the Steelers here. Steeler Nation, baby. Yep, I'm all in there. Uh, Kill like, Jordan Love, please. Thank yeah, you. Fucking set him off. Uh, okay, let's. Um, that was picks. Anytime TDs, we got some RBs. We got some of those good stuffs. We threw some out there. Yeah, we did. Um, all right, let's do uh, other sports that some guys don't even even know about. You know what I mean? What is this it? Oh, <laughs> Chain link hoops. Um, so two guys who uh, don't follow NBA until it gets good. What's that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I have no idea where we're going other than Luka Doncic might be the best player in the world. Uh, I do have one thing to talk about, and it's this Chet Holmgren, Victor Webignano, Rookie of the Year ordeal. Skinny guys. Yeah, skinny guys, lanky guys. I put it, uh, somebody on Washed Up put it up on our story. It's like, why is Chet Holmgren considered a rookie? He got drafted last year. It's not his rookie year? No, it is. He's, He's available for rookie of the year. Okay. My beef is he got drafted last year. He What's missed up? his rookie year. Would he redshirt? No, he he was injured. He got injured in a uh, pro am right after getting drafted, and didn't play at all his first year. I am on the hot seat that he shouldn't be considered a rookie. I mean, he's not. That's what I'm saying. Did he get paid for his first year? Yeah, he was employed by an NBA team. Once he was healthy, he was training with them all season, and now he gets to go. For his second year while being paid by the NBA and be a rookie. Who was this guy? Same thing happened with Ben Simmons. I think he did the same thing. And I think uh, Blake Griffin might have had something similar. But it's like these guys aren't, I mean, technically they're rookies because it's their first season playing. Sure. But they've been paid by the NBA. That's messed up, man. I don't like it. That ain't right. That ain't right. I, I will say for Blake Griffin. That's fine. But yeah. the rest of them, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I think uh, uh, the main thing that stems from it is that I bet Donovan Mitchell rookie of the year, and he lost to Ben Simmons when Ben Simmons. Oh. Yeah. You oh. remember that? It comes, yeah. It comes full circle. Yeah, so I was like, well, well, why is Ben Simmons a rookie? He got drafted last year. Yeah. That's asinine. Yeah, I don't like it. They should make that a new rule. Thank you. I agree. You know what? You get a petition going, I'll sign it. <laughs> um, the Bulls played last night. Can we just? Can I just say something real quick? Yeah, of course. It's your podcast. I don't under. Well, no, <laughs> I don't understand this whole in season tournament. Mm. Can we talk about that real quick? We can try. Yeah, because I don't really. Is it supposed to be like? I, I feel like they're kind of uh, taking some aspects of like almost like European soccer. Like, does European basketball do this? I don't know. I don't follow European basketball like at all, League? but I could see. The thought around it like uh, Champions League. Sure. But the main thing is, even the players have no idea what's going on. They interviewed some people after the first play-in game, and Dame Lillard was like, I you know, it's cool because like, it feels like there's a little bit more pressure around. Like The atmosphere is a little heavier, but... I don't really know. We're, we're going out there trying to win our game, and like regardless of what's at cost, we're trying to win regardless. What's your take on why they added it? More money. Well, yeah. I think the main thing is to keep... Load management. 
Maybe, but I think it's mostly to keep the... It's like what baseball should do with lowering the amount of games. With 82 games for the NBA, I think this in-season tournament makes these earlier games try to mean more to the players because you have a chance of winning something earlier on. Sure. So kind of like almost reaching, trying to reach our audience, the right. guys who kind of tune in here and there, mm-hmm. but like really uh, wait focus. for the big stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once once playoff implications become yeah. evident, then we're we're locked and loaded. So I, I I mean I could see it. I just it's kind of crazy that they came out really with uh, you know a, a pretty vague blueprint and not a lot of information to give. Yeah, next week if, I <laughs> next week uh, I will have a fi- a sound fundamental understanding of what the NBA tournament is so we will talk about that for sure next week but for right now it's it's stupid because of the court that everybody's playing on. I hated that the Bulls it court. was ridiculous. I couldn't even watch the game. No. I thought I it wanted me to be it wanted to I wish I was colorblind. Yeah, right? It so would have made it look way <laughs> It was ridiculous. I don't know. It looked like the big 3 like the uh, Ice Cubes um, basketball tournament where, like, the court's black and, like, it's just three-on-three three of, like, older men playing. I mean, I could dig that. It's just, like, the red-on-red. Red. Yeah, it it's ridiculous. It didn't look right. I mean, it was just it was, it was blood everywhere. It blood was just a murder It's a murder. What murder? the best guy around. <laughs> I do think that with this in-season tournament, there's another jersey drop, and, again, Chicago just cannot get a good one. We're falling short on all everything. It's so easy to f- do something cool. Like, oh, the there's cursive. A, yeah. Sh- curse of Chicago. Curse of Chicago back. or the black pinstripes. Yeah. I'll even take the Los Bulls. Los Bulls was fun. But like putting sleeves on jerseys, NBA, what are we doing? Like, just like, it's so, it should be so easy to just, you know what everybody loved? The jerseys, the throwback jerseys. Everybody loves a throwback. Yeah. Don't we recycle? I mean, that's fashion. Why are they yeah. not taking who, note from Hollywood? Who is on their, you know, who's on their jersey team? <laughs> not, How much do those people make? Yeah, taking note from Vin Diesel to make 17 of the same thing. Yeah. And just make them cooler. Is that cars? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Family. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, I do love the uh Mavericks. I do love the Kings. There's a lot of cool color schemes out there. We yeah. have one of them. We're just, we just don't care. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Red and black, beautiful, easy, yeah. easy breezy cover girl. You yeah. know, red, red, black, and white. I mean, th- that's a nice color scheme to work with. I mean, even if they had the red stripes on the on the on the hardwood, yeah, and just left a nice little mm-hmm. white slab or just even a hardwood slab, I wouldn't. I would have liked it. Just change, yeah. The, the just bright red. <laughs> make some, make some switches. The I mean, whole court is bright red, and it's freaking me out. Yeah, yeah. Being high as I usually am and watching <laughs> that game, I, I was not comfortable. I didn't like it. Um, okay. Another thing, like it just doesn't make sense. I don't know if the in-season tournament counts towards your win-loss for the year. I it think it does. does. Yeah, it does. Um, it's one of the few things I know about it. Yeah. So the Bulls are three and five. Um, and they're in 12th place in the East. Something that jumps out is uh, Memphis is in dead last in the West. Yeah, John Morant's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he's a ghost, dude. 
the Kings need to step it up. They're two and four. Uh, Phoenix is three and four, so they're not even in the playoff picture. Yeah, I know it's been eight games max for the teams, but <laughs> regardless, Phoenix is a hot it. start. Every game matters here. Yeah, every game matters. Don't you know this in season tournament matters? Uh, Cleveland is fine. I still don't know what they're doing, but who do they have? They have a decent squad. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. They signed Max Struess. They still got Darius Gartland, Evan Mobley. Mobley. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge Ben Simmons guy. I love being a contrarian, so I don't know if you know that I'm on Ben Simmons lately. Wait, but didn't he fuck you out of your bet? Yeah, that was was a while ago. You forgot about back. that? Yeah, yeah, forgot about it. It's all in the past. Way to bring it back up. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Uh, Boston's still good. Philly's still good. Milwaukee, Atlanta, Pacers, Orlando, if playoffs started today. Denver, yeah. Dallas, Golden State, Minnesota, New Orleans, Oklahoma City if playoffs started today. That's a very surprising. Yeah, it's only all... eight games in though, so you know. Every game matters. Every game matters. And then um is there a voting day going on right now? What's that? It's just like to vote. Apparently there is, and that's why there's no NBA games tonight. What? The NBA is making a statement where instead of watching sports, you should go vote. Vote for what? Exactly. Nobody knows. What sport I should be watching right now? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it's now hockey because that's the only goddamn thing on. God bless the Canadians. There's a full hockey slate right now. <laughs> oh, I bet on it. You did? Oh, absolutely. Why not? All I the, know. Uh, all the over-unders, all the money lines, all the spreads. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Three $1 parlays to win at least two Gs. I love that. Shock it to me. Shag it to me. Um, all right. Well, Michael, I appreciate you coming on. We're going to wrap it up for the fellas and the listeners and the ladies and everybody listening. So I really appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. And oh, boy, I hope I didn't ruin this too bad. Yeah, you fucked it up, dude. We need to talk about it. Mitch, I'm so hard. I'm so sorry I got so high. Hit me with a go Bulls and a go Bears. Go Bulls and go Bears. Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness, y'all. Hear from us next week. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing the longer they said the light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shotty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit great goose with great juice. I make moves and I'm making music. And hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go right out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go right out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curb the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, on oh God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset Okay, I got
gotta go right. 